You are now listening to The Beat Basement, Season 7, Episode 7. TikTok popped off. TikTok was out of here, bro. Like, like y'all went viral? Major viral. Like, we got like 4 billion views on TikTok. It's The Beat Basement, where you hear from your livest producers. All of them. And this is where it all goes down, where you hear the funky sounds. From the producers who's up and coming, to the great ones. All of them. And I'm your host, Swish, and we going in. Everything going in. Well, on this episode, man, we got this dude. All I can say is he's out there getting it. He trying to get to it. His hustle is like none other. It's impeccable. This man came at me like I'm the one. And here he is on the show. Yes, we sir. got... My boy, Spain, the GOAT. Yes, sir. How y'all doing, man? Here, came to rock out with the basement. You already know. Yo, what it do? Tell the, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Hey, man. So, um, I'm originally from out here, from Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? But that's not where my music start really happened. It was out in California. You know what I'm saying? I've been making music all my life, making, you know what I'm saying? Wait, wait, wait. Beats. I don't mean to interrupt you, but you your bet. name's Spain the GOAT. You, you ain't from Spain, my nigga? Basically, the neighborhood that I was at, you know what I'm saying? Originally, I'm always been living in around like the city. Then I moved to Marietta. Then I moved deeper into Cobb County. And the neighborhood where I was at, they called it Spain. You know what I'm saying? I was the yeah. only person that was making beats and making music and stuff. It and is it was, a whole lot of essays up there in Marietta. Exactly. Right. So yeah. they called the whole area Spain. You already know. Yeah. And yep. I was the only one making music, me and my boy uh, 3AG Pilot. We was the only two that was making music that was, like, decent for real. So they like, you young. I was, like, 13. They like, bro, you got to do this shit for Spain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the you know, North. I'm young Spain. The North. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Call myself young Spain. Boom. You know what I'm saying? But I'm from out here, and then... Uh, was like 2019. I moved out to Cali. Was out there for about two and a half years. Shout out to Cali. Hell yeah, man. The Hollywood area. You already know. Blah, blah, blah. But man, that's where I got my big start at because I was recording people. You know what I'm saying? Doing all types of stuff. Like just recording people, sending beats for free so that I could basically have a place to stay. You know what I'm saying? And I went out there with Next Youngin. That's like one of my best friends ever. You know what I'm saying? She's a big artist. You know what I'm saying? We got a gold song together called Three Musketeers. And that's where it started. Me and her went out to Cali together. She met PB Cocaine. They made a song together. I who made is, the beat. Wait, who is PB Cocaine? PB Cocaine is an artist that I got a whole bunch of streams with. She signed to Columbia. Mm. And um, basically, we met her. Uh, you know, Kane met her at a party. And... Cocaine wanted to make music. So, boom, we put her in the studio. She had a voice. So I was recording all the songs, making all the beats, you know what I'm saying, just guiding a little bit. And then TikTok. TikTok, TikTok. popped off. TikTok was out of here, bro. Like, like y'all went viral? Major viral. Like, we got like 4 billion views on TikTok. It was one of the early songs. It was one of the early songs. Um, you know what I'm saying? So them Chinese folks watching you. No, no, no offense, Chinese people. I mean, yeah, that's I, the Oriental. Though. I don't know what to say. That's the app, though. That's yeah, the, yeah, that's it. That's for everybody. You feel TikTok me? is the new wave, like for real. Yeah, man. So that's basically how it started. You know what I'm saying? And now we're here. I moved back to Atlanta just like two years ago. 
probably. So I was out there for two years, came back, been here for about two years. And now I'm working heavily with trench work, working heavily with my boy Retro. We call ourselves the 30 boys. I'm just making a bunch of beats, shopping them around. Tell us who trench work is to you. Man. And and 30 boys. Yeah, man. So Nard and B, legendary producers. You know, everybody, like, as far as Atlanta. Shout out Nard and B. For sure, man. Like, two of the realest people that I've met, like, and I've really just met them for real, for real. Like, I've known them for about a month now. But they, they just know took my, you under, they, under your wing or? Basically, bro, because they know my work ethic. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. went in. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's different dolls that you can record music with. There's Pro Tools, FL Studio, all of that. I didn't know Pro Tools whatsoever, but. That's so what that, they have in all the major studios that you. Exactly. Yeah. So I told B, and no, I, mean, I told Nard and B, I'm like, bro, like, just give me work. I do it for free. I don't care. I just want to learn Pro Tools. They're like, oh, snap. That's how you get in there. You know what I'm saying? Producers, music producers, artists, whoever. That's how you get in the game. Listen to this guy. I'm telling you, man. And then, really, that's that's step one. Step two is you got to be really, really innovative because I was looking up YouTube videos. I don't care if I'm doing it right then and there at the table. Nobody knows I'm looking at YouTube, but boom, it's right here under the table, and they just told me how to do something, and I do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm learning. You know what I'm saying? B came back in the room. He said, man, you just recorded these vocals hella good. Like, well, you said Gene never did Pro Tools? I'm like, nah. Like, I, I barely use Pro Tools, man. I only do it whenever I have to. If I got a trash engineer or something in the studio, you know what I'm saying? Like, he like, man, now you recorded these crazy. So ever since then, boom, I'm pulling up. I'm recording a lot of their artists. You know what I'm saying? I, I just recorded, you know what I'm saying, a reference for Tech with Coca. You know what I'm saying? I got a song with Mozzie. That's coming soon on his tape. And it's only been a month. So they know my, my work ethic is crazy. And they are two of the realest people that I've met in the music industry, I will say, that are legends. Because, you know, a lot of people don't like to spill sauce and, and tell people how to do stuff. But you could just simply go to their YouTube channel, both the Trench Work channel and the Nard and B channel. They, all they do is spill sauce. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. They love the young generation. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope, man. But you got to be working, though. You gotta be working. You gotta continuously work. That's how it is in the music industry. Or it's gonna keep going and you're gonna get left behind. Yeah, man. Can't be left behind. So tell us about this going gold. Yeah, man. So this your first is this your first artist or I mean is this is like your your artist. Y'all went out there together. Tell us exactly about this. You know what I'm saying? Like Kane never made music before. We literally was working at a studio. I was the engineer. She was the studio manager. We was working up at uh, a studio. It, it was a smaller studio, but we was working with YBN Fresh, uh, DJ Fresh at the time. And, man, that studio, we had so many people coming in and out because Kane was dishing people out. Like, I, I, all I did was DM the page. As a young engineer, she like, come on, let me see what you got. I came. They was missing the engineer, and the same thing that we just talked about. I recorded the song. I didn't even really know if I could or I couldn't, but they was missing the engineer, and I filled in. It worked. I got a job the first day. No, there was no internship, none of that. The first day was the internship, and I was hired. Boom. So we recording a bunch of music. After a while, we noticed. We like, man, like, have a, 75% of the artists that's coming in is us Bringing them in, let's go to Cali. Boom, went to Cali. It took like, it took a year. That's all it took was one year. And so you 
y'all y'all said we we marketing we gonna um, use one of the platforms we gonna use TikTok. Yeah, exactly. As at first, what we was trying was like pure music videos and being out there right. and linking with people because we was in Cali and right. we was all we was new to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the Corvette song, Corvette, Corvette. Uh, 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 yeah. Like, that was the first like major song I would say that went big on TikTok as far as taking somebody out of there. There was other songs, but I say that Corvette song was out of there. Once we like seen that, by that time, Kane and Cocaine was already having motion on TikTok just off of regular videos. And it was snippets of the song. So people was fiending for the music. They wanted so bad. We wasn't dropping it yet. We need all snippets. We need all the, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Boom. Charlie D'Amelio did a video. Dropped it. Millions of views on that, John. At that point, they really needed it. We had, we had to drop it. Had to. Had to. Um, how'd you start with music? Like, just on a, just. Music is in my blood. Like, I, I bleed, I sweat music. Like, since five years old, I've been playing African drums. And how? How? Like, Djembe's, Dunum's, Kinkinese, all of that. Like, yeah. real African drums with real oh. rhythms and stuff. Like, I, like, one of my biggest teachers ever was from Cote d'Ivoire. You know what I'm saying? Like, his name's Samba. Samba Diallo. He go crazy. He a dancer, too. Yeah. So, ever since I was five, I've been playing African drums. And I also played football. And I knew music was in my blood when I quit football and I joined the band. Because I was one of them ones. I'm not even finna lie to you. I was one of them ones. Like, I'm playing every position. Running back, D-line. I'm doing the punt return. Like, I'm going crazy. Like, varsity coach. Like, man, I can't wait till you get to high school. I'm like... He ain't going to see me, my boy. I'm making beats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. You feel me? I knew what I wanted I'm to do. I'm running these beats back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, knew, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? By the time by the time I was in middle school, I had a song going crazy with my bro, Lil Blurry. He, he young. He young. And he's from Cali, too. So that's why I would say. And that's what pushed you to go out there to Cali. California. And I yeah. wasn't out there yet. I wasn't even out there yet. You know what I'm saying? My boy Lil Blurry dropped How'd the song. How'd you link up with him? Or Lil Blurry? Internet. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know how yes, you know how sir. the SoundCloud scene yeah. worked, man? Yeah. All the young yeah. young folks that yeah. use FL Studio yeah. to record their music. Yeah. We all know each other. Yeah. Uh-huh. We all know uh-huh. each other. We got songs with uh-huh. each other. We got songs in the vault that ain't never going to drop. Yeah. I'm telling you, bro. We all know each other. Yeah. So that's how I knew him. I met a lot of people through him as well. You know what I'm saying? It's a song called Now I Made It. It went on World Star Hip Hop. DJ Academics posted it, did a remix to it. I, re- I engineered it from, he basically sent me his vocals. I engineered it, you know what I'm saying? Add a little boom, 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 add some stuff to the beat, send it back. He's like, oh, this hard. We drop it, Boosie signed him. What? Yeah, Boosie signed him. I'm like, hey. <laughs> Shout out to Boosie. You feel me? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that was the real start. I was around middle school. So that's when I knew uh, I'm doing something with music. Like, I don't want to get, I don't know nine to five, none of that, blah, no. blah, blah. But I found myself working a nine to five by the time I got to high school and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Just to help out myself, help out my mama and stuff. But what did she say about your music, music career? Always believed in me. My parents, they had they That's were the ones dope. who had me playing drums when I was five. Like I was five. I didn't know anything about, you know, like I was just doing what my parents told me to do, but I ended up loving it. Like yeah. my parents, they let me do like whatever I want if it was constructive. I played all sports. I played football, basketball, lacrosse. I wrestled, 
Like I did everything, whatever I wanted to do, they let me do it and they paid for it. Yeah. Multifaceted. You know what I'm saying? Multifaceted. Multi-talented. Mm-hmm. This dude right here. Yep. Man. That's why it's always important to I know a lot of people don't have parent systems the way that I did that will support everything they do. But there's people in the world that will enjoy what you're doing. Even if you think it's trash, there's somebody in the world who think it's good. You got to find those people and have them boost you up. For me, it was just my parents. And um, my parents are the ones who, who made me. So from birth, I was able to have a support system, basically. Like, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to go out to California. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I, told, I told my mom I was going to California. Like, it wasn't like I'm running away, like. It kind of did feel like that just because, like, I, I was 19 years with my mama. I'm like, damn, man, I got to go. I, she was crying and stuff. Like, I got to chase my dream. Exactly. But she believed in it, though. She was helping me out, sending me money. I never asked her for the money because I wanted to show her, like, I can do it. But she would do it anyway. So that's how I knew, like, my, my parents believe in me. My dad be sending me samples. My dad is really musically inclined. He sends me, like, songs to sample he's the one who told me to get a record player you know what i'm saying so i got a record player at my uh, studio at the crib and yeah my parents they just i love them so you love samples what are you what is your favorite what is your go-to my go-to when i'm making beats yeah myself i like very experimental music like mm-hmm. very very experimental music i could play you some stuff once we hook up but the, the stuff that i'm quote unquote known for it's all regular stuff, you know, Cali beats, trap beats. Yeah. Because yeah. I collab with everybody, and I'm I'm good. I'm really good, and I could do anything. Right. But what I enjoy making, because I was in band, yeah, very yeah. experimental. I like yeah. switching up the sound, using drums in there that you only hear once. Yeah. You know, crazy stuff. So yeah. That's dope, man. That's dope. I see you got the racists are not allowed to wash shirt, and it is uh, Black History Month, man. Um, tell us one of your black black history moments. Um, you know, ah, uh, one of my black history moments. Oh, boom, bro! One day I was in American history class, and it was an honors American history class. So mind you, everybody in the room smart, and like I said, I'd been knowing what I wanted to do. I I was making beats in class. Everybody always thought like, oh, he gonna fail this and the third. But I still had all honors classes though, and I was in there with the smart kids, and they didn't know how. So one day I got in an argument with my with my damn American history teacher about how America was built. And what 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 race is is your teacher? You already know my boy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We just okay. going. Enough yeah. Said. We just yeah, boom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So boom. And but he real cool though. I'm not. Yeah. It wasn't yeah, yeah. Even right. Like right. A, no animosity and nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? It, it yeah, wasn't no, even hey. like that. But it's just the simple fact of we know. A lot the real truth of the real truth of how how many people were taken, how many people was already here. That's what we got into an argument before about. they try to say we was all came over here on a boat because ain't no way you, you can do the math. You can it's do the math, boats. bro. It's not enough. That's not enough time yeah. to get that many no. black people from one place to another place. 80% of us was already here, especially back then. Them, half of them boats wasn't making it. Yeah. Nah. Half nah. them boats was crashing halfway yeah. through. Yeah. Half yeah. them, the other half was yeah. barely making yeah. it. Yeah. You yeah. feel me? So how you going to tell me you didn't brought this many millions? No, you're liars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's so that's what we got into an argument about. And I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm not going to let nobody delusionalize me. 
no. and tell me anything about who was here or possibly wasn't here because I know yeah. the, all them stories, Pocahontas, every, that was a that was a black woman, right? <laughs> hey man, Spain the goat got the game too on lock. This is a smart brother, man. Hey, you know the deal. It's been real. Now it's the cook up. Time for the cook up. Sometimes the people around you won't understand your journey. They don't need to. It's not for them. Hubert Bala. Yeah, man. Your journey is your journey. It's only for you. God got it for you. Don't nobody else need to understand it. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't have to plead your case. You don't even have to ask if, if they agree with you. You know, this is for you. Line yourself with God, ask him, keep talking to him, and he'll guide you through your journey, and you'll know it's yours. That's my word, y'all. Blessings on blessings on blessings. Peace.